there's a form of prostitution in, in Syria where, where you where you allow these purely digital beings or, or, or genie to to take over your body temporarily and, and then uh, they, they control you and use you use you as a proxy to experience the physical world and that's actually it, it, in Syria it is actually seen as uh, a violation of some kind of boundary so so people who allow themselves to do that are, are frowned upon and, and considered to be parias. I'm sitting here with Hanu Rajaniemi, who's written very interesting science fiction books about many different topics. And today we're going to deep dive into one of your worlds in the Oubliette. And I hope to hear a lot about that world. So thank you very much for joining. My pleasure. Uh, great to be here. Uh, I'd love you to tell me, uh, like, what's the first thing that strikes us when we enter the world? And also, before we get started a bit, is what books do, do, does this world come from? Um, so this world comes from um, my first novel and its uh, sequels. Um, so The Quantum Thief, uh, The Fractal Prince and The Causal Angel. It's most heavily featured in The Quantum Thief. Um, and so when, when you enter the, the Oubliette, you, you will typically... Um, so so you, first, first of all, the Oubliette is on Mars. Uh, it's, um, it's a partially terraformed Mars where, where one of the uh, moons of Mars... Um, um, Demos has been turned into a singularity-powered mini-sun, uh, and uh, it's also possible now to, to breathe uh, in the atmosphere of Mars. Um, I think the first thing you would you would notice when you arrive in the Oubliette um, uh, via a beanstalk, so a, a, a space elevator, um, is that um, it, it looks like a city, but everything moves. So it's a moving city carried by by giant robots uh, that uh, constantly change his shape. Um, so the air is cool. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of thin. We're, we're on Mars. Um, but uh, they're, they're, uh, everything looks a little bit like Belle Epoque, France, except liberated from the constraints of gravity. So, so you have, have these elaborate uh, swirly, swirling uh, towers. Uh, you, you actually have these spider cabs, which are which are ca- uh, cars that travel on spider legs, uh, jumping jumping around between buildings. So so things are sort of uh, a little bit crazier than than in turn of turn of the century France. But there's a little bit of that that ambience. And then then there's the fact that everything changes. So so you can you, if you stand very still, you can feel the city swaying slightly as as it, as it walks walks across the desert of Mars on, on these on these giant legs. Um, and then the other thing you might notice is that um, um, the people who, who around you who, who are quite quite diverse, who, who wear, wear um, different fashions, uh, fr- frilly, maybe sometimes some some somewhere sort of very very uh, plain. Plain, uh, almost like uniform-like clothes, somewhere uh, fr- frilly, uh, uh, 18th-century flamboyant clothes, um, and occasionally you see these uh, people-shaped blurs. So people, people who who blur out, um, and you can only see see their outlines. So so you can see see that there's a person there, but you don't know no you have no way of knowing who that is. Um, and uh, and that is one of the the fundamental features of uh, of, of Oubliette, that there there is this. Uh, system called Gevolot, which allows you to control your privacy, um, both both in public and private settings, at a very fine grained level. But why does this? I understand the city's moving because it's walking on these giants somehow. Is there a, a usefulness that it's walking or moving? Um, 
so the so the the terraformed Mars. Uh, so, so the terra, terraforming of Mars wasn't really completely uh, successful. So so Mars is also inhabited by by these. Uh, um, wild von Neumann machines that run, have, have run out of control called Phoboi that, that also roam the deserts. So, so you can't really have a, a, a fixed permanent habitat because the Phoboi would, would, would uh, overrun it and destroy it. So, so the, the city actually has to navigate through this, this uh, somewhat dangerous uh, territory and stay in motion to, to, to be safe. Yeah, uh, but then about the the Gevlut, because I think I think this is extremely fascinating concept as well. So you're walking around this world, and you can't. Some people are outlines, and are there levels of that, or is it so that people are either completely private or they're completely public? Can you choose your privacy degree with some people, with all people? There's also Square, where the the Gevlut is turned off for everybody. Uh, like, that's take right. me that, through the that, that, That's that's right. So so. Um... So the degree of control you have is actually very fine grained. So, so the oubliette uh, exists in a fairly distant future where brain computer interface interfaces uh, are, are ubiquitous, where, where um, digital, digital and biological worlds have been completely integrated. So, so in fact, every sensory impression you have, every, every memory you have is also digitally recorded. And, um, and, and like Facebook's privacy settings, you do have uh, control, control over of what what of what of that digital memory that the uh, which in the oblate is called the exo memory is shared shared with other people and um, so you can really decide it with at a at a uh, at the level of an individual conversation an individual memory or or or, or this global global visibility or or, or openness so uh, in fact the the natives of oblate um, have been using this from from birth and and they they have this finally evolved uh privacy sense so they have an instinctive feel of what they what they want to what they what they want to share about each, each conversation so so if we were having this conversation in the oubliette we would be decide making this subconscious agreement that this is going to be it's going to be a podcast it's going to be broadcast so it's going to be universally shared with with everybody but then there might be some some parts of it that uh, we don't want to share with everybody uh or even maybe we don't even want to remember them ourselves, uh, or or maybe we want to remember them only in, in certain circumstances. So you can <clears throat> make these. I guess the modern term term for this would be smart contracts. I mean, we, we which which uh, which didn't weren't, weren't really as as popular when I wrote the book in two thousand and nine two thousand and ten. But um, um, but that's that's essentially what it is. So you you form the, you form this web of, of smart contracts of of who can who can access what information. And there is a square also, like I want to get to mm. the square where the the Gevlut is turned off for everybody. That's that's right. So so the um, so Oubliette has these public squares called or, or agoras uh, to to use the uh, original Greek Greek term of the word, where where everything is, has to be open. So 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 you can actually see the effect on people when they enter these squares that they 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 walk up straighter and they 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 uh, take themselves a bit more seriously and they have very measured and careful careful debates and conversations there and and uh, um, so sometimes if you want to have a really really uh, difficult conversation you might want to do it do it do it uh, at an agora because because you both know that that it's all going to be available to to everybody um, so so yeah uh, that's that's a definitely a design feature that uh, there are still these guaranteed public shared spaces and there are also public uh, universally accessible parts of the exo memory generally so so there is the exo memory analog of uh, version of uh, something like wikipedia all the all the all the accumulated open source knowledge uh, on, only you are not really uh, searching through and reading the information you are actually remembering it uh, as as you as you access the exo memory 
and this this whole structure with kind of privacy where like we can choose our privacy with smart contracts uh, or quote unquote smart contracts but also these public spaces is that something we know how it was created and and is this something that public could be agreed on or is it top down or how does this did this come about or do we know that so um th there are some gaps in the in the public record of of how how the ubliet came about um <clears throat> and the um the, the the origin story that most people know um uh in in the ubliet is um of a revolution that this that the ubliet used to be a very hierarchical society where where which was a uh ubiquitous surveillance society where there was a kind of a where this this uh, level of access was much more hierarchical so so you had the king or, or and, and the king's court who 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 could see everything that 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 everybody else did and and uh and access that information including people's thoughts um <clears throat> but then there was a revolution that that shattered that hierarchy and and uh a kind of re reimagining and redesigning of uh, of the um, uh, privacy rights and 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 the related technology, so so that it became much more democratic and everybody could choose choose what uh, what they chose to to share and whatnot. It's not kind of a two agent world where there are clear, like clearest like you know access and allies parts. It's a very they're very different kind of tribes or call it nation states or forces. And which are the different? Like parties. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So, so the so the Ubliet, um, um on the surface of Mars is actually uh, something of a backwater in this solar system. So, <clears throat> so this is a far future solar system where where that has been completely colonized by by as you say um, fragmented uh, descendants of, of humanity or or post humanity, and there are there are uh, countless uh, small factions and and then two two really major factions that that have uh, something like a cold war going on and the two two major factions are are called uh the sobernost um who are um i i guess upload stalinists you could call them they they, they are this uh very hierarchical uh um society of uploads where uh, a small number of uh, founders seven, seven seven founders of sobernost um have essentially populated these these uh, enormous uh artificial planets and uh, and uh, other other technological creations uh in the inner solar system with their own copies so so they are countless and countless and countless copies of digital versions of the, uh, the founders of sobernost and they they are very hierarchical so so and, and hierarchy is determined by by the uh who's the or who's closer to the original in, in that 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 copy tree um and um and they they are very um bullish about um wanting to to convert everybody to 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 their their worldview so so they actually want they actually believe that they have this great common task which is to to preserve all of all of human knowledge and uh every human mind that has ever existed uh forever to the to beyond 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 the the, the end of the universe and th and they actually want to to for that purpose harvest every single human mind they want to to get access to and upload upload them so so the oubliette um actually has um agents of sobernost so so uh um the, these mind pirates or upload pirates who who try to to so so one 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 technological advantage that the ubliet has is that they have extremely strong quantum cryptography which which is the the technological underpinnings of the exo memory and gable and so on so all the ubliet minds are are encrypted but sobernost agents try to find various ways to to uh to come in and uh and and uh upload upload ubliet citizens without their possibly without their knowledge um, the other, the other major fa faction uh, in the solar system are the Zoku, and and they are, um, 
maybe you could if if if, uh, if Sobernost are upload Stalinists, then then maybe Zoku the Zoku are uh, quantum communists, or or or, or they they they, uh, uh, they they are descended from uh, online gamer clans, but they they also um, their technology and their society is uh, a combina- combination of extreme gamification um, and quantum information technology. So so they 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 exploit very heavily the idea that um, uh, quantum entanglement can allow you to coordinate multi-agent systems very efficiently. So so their their society is based on the idea that if if you if you are able to have quantum entanglement with other members of your your Zoku, so Zoku is sort of a subunit of of uh, of their their society, um, sort of like a clan, uh, then you, if you allow your actions to be directed by by the entanglement with the rest of your your zoku, then you will act in ways which are optimal for the zoku as a whole. Um, and um, so 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 they have this uh, collective entanglement empowered uh, approach to to governing governing themselves. And it's also also gamified. So so by acting according to what the zoku needs, you you get points, you level up, etc. And each zoku has their different. Different approaches to that, and uh, and the Zoku have a little colony in the Oubliette. So so there's a there was a um, war that that the Sobranos and uh, <clears throat> the Zoku fought uh, in in uh, in the relatively recent past, and as a as a uh, there was a refugee group of the Zoku that that came and settled in the Oubliette, and they they have um, <clears throat> provided the uh, the Oubliette with with some of the uh, some of their their quantum quantum technology, and uh, uh, they they have their own district which. Looks extremely different from from the rest of the uh, the Oubliette. So so they they have these these uh, hyper advanced uh, di- diamondoid or utility fog uh, structures that that constantly shift. And uh, if if you if you enter enter that that district, you usually have to be prepared to to actually transform into into something else, or or or, or uh, you you never know what's what what kind of environment the Zoku will have have created. So <clears throat> those are examples of the of the two two main factions that also also interact um, with the Oubliette. Um, <clears throat> the Oubliette itself is is more like um, a city state so so it's uh it is a, a democratic city state which um has has a um it, it has this um thing called the voice which is um the the collective uh decision making power of the citizens of the Oubliette. so so one feature again again one of the things that you do share share with everybody is is your uh, either conscious or subconscious decision on on how on, on important decisions of the city and and that's that's aggregated into into the voice that then then uh, um, uh, tells tells people people ultimately uh, what to do and I mean the there are other there are other characters that are not sobernost or zokus right that's that's right so so the the Ubliet is not affiliated with the with either and there, there are many other many other groups that are that are, that are that are not so so if you go to the fringes of the solar system there <clears throat> there are there are these um um there's a there's a uh, group group called the ortians who live in the Oort cloud so they they are very tribal um <clears throat> very very um, somewhat finnish actually <laughs> um uh post humans who have colonized and hollowed out uh, a lot of the uh sub uh, uh pluto like um uh, bodies in the in the Oort and the Oort and the Kuiper belt um and um they they built uh, uh spacecraft and and have have tribal tribal wars and and are somewhat primitive than the rest of the less of the solar system there's um <clears throat> sorry I'm, I'm losing my voice a little bit suddenly there's um um there's the what remains of earth um so there has been a major major disaster in the um um, in Earth's past, called the collapse, which uh, which led to 
um, this diaspora of humanity leaving leaving Earth and um, um, and Earth itself was was um, mostly um, overran by by rogue nanomachines uh, uh, referred to as as the Wild Code. And there's a there's there's there, there's one human community there called Sir, which which uh, remains, which um, is has some. Uh, Arabian Nights, Nights Overtones, tones to it. Um, it's a society that revolves around um, um, uh, basically stories, which which uh, which in that society have a lot of power. So if you are told a story, it can actually take over your mind. It's it's, uh, it's to to them stories are like mimetic viruses that that can be engineered and need to be defended against. Um, and um, um, then then there's the in the in the uh, asteroid belt. There are again sort of many many. Different uh, different human human factions uh, from from uh, mercenary mercenary groups uh, that that exist in uh, physical physical form to 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 miniature versions of versions of humanity that that uh, that actually have 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 shrunk their their physical bodies to to a very very small size to to have have more space to to expand into and and, and so on so so all kinds of corners of the uh, anthropomorphic design space or and beyond are are being explored. It does also feel like, I think that if you look at humanity on the globe right now, it feels that in one way, it's kind of, um, I mean, it feels like it's like people are one, there's one humanity, even though there's like slight differences in DNA and things, it feels feels like there's kind of a, it's kind of a flat world, then there are different hierarchies and there are different kind of things. But here it feels that the design space here is that the Sobranos, the Zokus, this, the Seer, they're not they're kind of very, very different, but they're also, and they're, they kind of distinguish themselves with their different kind of diamond structure buildings or, or big, like artificial worlds that the Sobranos have built. And there's no overlap. Like people stick to their clan, stick to their structure. And it feels that there is no interbreeding, so to say. Hmm. Or is um, there? Um, there, 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 there is. So there are some individuals who, who uh, cross the boundaries. And of course the, the ultimate, uh, outsider or, or boundary crosser in the story is the main character Jean Le Flambeur, the, the, the eponymous quantum thief of the, of the first first book. Um, so so you do have some people who who migrate from one society to another, but um, but I think the um, you're right that uh, for the most part the um, value sets that these societies have that do indeed extend from from the physical structures to the to the bodies to to the uh, Actual mental architectures are very, very strong to the point that it, it's very hard to hard to leave them. So, so with the with Sobernost, you you actually have this inbuilt uh, urge to 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 obey the orders of of uh, uh, a copy of you higher in the copy hierarchy, and you actually cannot cannot uh, disobey their 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 orders. Or, or with the Zoku, where where uh, the Zoku are are maybe more liberal uh, on the surface, but um, but the more you you play the Zoku game, the more 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 deeply you get embedded into the Zoku value system, the more points you gain, the the stronger influence the Zoku has on you as well. So so you kind of kind of get get trapped into that 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 value system as well. Um, and um, and yeah, and 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 with the the the, the Oubliette, uh, the longer you spend there, more and more of your your memories actually exist in pure purely in purely in digital form. So so you you. You, part of you actually merges with, with with the city, so so yeah, it can be can be quite hard to leave. But also like here, like visualizing these people and, and, and tribes and different like peoples, I guess I should say, mm. do they run? Do they actually run on like do these run on biological 
matter or do they run on silicon? Like, are these like, is it DNA where people have like brain and machine interfaces or are these people actually on silicon? Like, what um, is a, is a person a human here, but very advanced into the future? Yeah. So, so the, um, so the people of the Oubliette, for example, have, uh, essentially uh, biological, but heavily, heavily synthetic biology engineered bodies. So, so the, the boundary between biology and technology definitely blurs. So, so they are, uh, they, they are made of, made of uh, flesh and cells and, and, and bone and muscle and so on. But uh, every neuron in their brains does contain some, some nanomachinery, uh, again, semi-biological, uh, that, that is linked to, 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 the, to the exome memory and is constantly recording and transmitting things. Uh, and there, there are varying degrees of, of how, how artificial uh, or, 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 or how biological you are. And it's definitely, definitely a very uh, blurry, uh, blurry uh, scale. Um, another one of uh, one of the main characters, uh, Mieli, who's originally from Ort, uh, but has been heavily re-engineered by by Sobernos. is more of a cyborg, so she has her original Ortian body, which is which is biological in in our in, in the, the way we we understand it. But she also has a fusion reactor built into her thigh and and, uh, uh, and wings made out of nanomachines. So so uh, she's uh, definitely moved further along towards the artificial and then then the more uh, more advanced uh, societies like um, like the sobernost I mean they 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 mostly really don't run on on non-biological substrates so not not necessarily silicon but but uh, the, the kind of Drexlerian diamondoid machine machines that that uh, where where you can have really really uh, a bit recorded in in the state of a single atom atom or or smaller than that and then they're ex- also experimenting with really advanced things that that uh, uh, carry out computation directly in the fabric of space-time itself. So, so, uh, so one of their ma- major Sobernos computing projects involves colliding these these uh, artificial black holes and and and, uh, and using space-time foam itself to compute. So, so that there, there's so uh, this this theme of uh, uh, substrate independence and and universal the universality of computation that you can make many different kinds of matter compute runs runs through this whole whole uh, the, the whole spectrum in the solar system and. Uh, um, it's. Um, I think people care less about uh, your your substrate than than your your mind at this point. So, um, yeah. Are there children being made? Uh, yeah. Are, yeah. Are people born as completely biological and then they are they're like advanced or or like how yeah how does that come about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so in the Oubliette, for example, it's a little bit closer to 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 how we do it, but uh, it's it, it, it is there. So parents do get together and make a conscious choice to 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 have a child, and uh, whether whether one of them then actually uh, gives gives birth to it or not is is a, is a matter of choice. But they uh, they might actually do some more conscious thinking of uh, what sort of properties is this child going to have? What sort of attributes are they going to take 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 from each of them? And then then uh, so they might actually. Uh, so the child might actually end up having a completely synthetic genetic code that has some features from from both of the parents, um, but um, and, and then then they have a mind that develops and grows more more naturally. Um, but yeah, the the uh, in in Sobernost is definitely more like uh, let's let's uh, just make a co- another copy or another another million copies of of this individual with slight random variations and and try them out on on some task and uh, see what performs best and then we then we delete all the other ones that uh, don't do well. So, so they actually run these population level genetic algorithms. Um, whereas in, on the Zoku side, they might actually go and uh, really deliberately design a custom mind for, for, for a given, given task that, uh, that, that uh, is very, is in line with the, the priorities of the, of the Zoku. 
And in some of these, some of these clans, groups, tribes, whatever we're calling them here, people have single minds, multiple bodies. And in some, people have multiple minds, single bodies. That's right. Like in the Seer world, there are multiple minds inhabiting a body. And in the Sobernos world, there are one mind inhabiting multiple bodies. That's right. That's right. Take me through that thinking and like, how does like, are there like in-betweens? I think in the Sobernos, it's kind of obvious because if you're a purely digital being, you could just copy or create uh, anything from a cyborg to a biological body and just download yourself in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the Seer world, then you have multiple minds in one body. That's right. So, so there are actual there's a there's a form of prostitution in in Syria where where you where you allow these purely digital beings or or, or genie to to take over your body temporarily and, and then uh, they they control you and use you use you as a proxy to experience the physical world and that's actually it, it, in Syria it is actually seen as a violation of some kind of boundary. So so people who allow themselves to do that are are frowned upon and, and considered to be parias uh, of, uh, of not, not fit for for polite polite society um, but um, but yeah it's it's um, it does then bring bring to question to of, of uh, how what, what, what happens uh, when when you can really treat of the body and the mind as, as separate things where 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 we, we usually I mean our, our brains and our bodies are are so deeply deeply integrated that it's it's hard to to even apply that that software metaphor but but then then uh, and i think the the uh something that emerges from that is that um when you choose to instant instantiate yourself in a particular kind of body um and then spend time in it uh, your your mentality will change also and, and in a way that will be preserved on the digital side so so um so this moving of back and forth uh, between the physical and and and, and the virtual uh, is not just uh, uh, as simple as uh, swapping out different bodies, but you will always be changed by by the process to some extent. Um, and the, the oubliette has actually uh, implemented a very uh, part part of part of the, their societal fabric is this very deliberately engineered system of reincarnation. So so one one thing the um, post revolution oubliette uh, founding founding fathers and mothers decided uh, was that the oubliette was going to have a form of artificial scarcity. Uh, which which is their their currency um, called time with a with a capital T and uh, what that what time measures is is the time you are allowed to to spend in a normal human like human like body um, uh, existing in this this uh, human friendly environment of the the oubliette and when you're so it's like a currency you can you can use it to buy things uh, and services and, and goods. Uh, and when it runs out, uh, you get um, your mind gets uh, downloaded into a very different kind of body uh, called the quiet. Um, so, so the quiet are are the giant robots and and uh, and machines that that carry the city and are responsible for all the infrastructural functions. And and uh, and they they actually don't have the ability to to uh, communicate very well with normal humans. Um, so so they um, so you you but you are you are. Uh, uh, compelled to spend spend some time as 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 one to to earn back the time to, to then then be be human again, and uh, and people are definitely always always altered by by that that experience in in ways which which uh, the 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 founders of Ubli had decided for it was was beneficial that you are you are required to spend spend uh, part of your existence performing this silent silent servitude uh, which which then makes you appreciate the the 
um, the, like life as a human more. So, so even, even though there is effectively immortality, there there is a there is a certain kind of cycle of renewal where where you where you become something completely different and then then come back and have this chance of of rebirth and change. Um, and uh, and that's that's uh, I think that's one one thing that uh, is quite a strong theme for for all the books, which which is that uh, even in a future where where um, we in a, in a future where where um, we can alter our bodies and minds at will uh, almost uh, there will still both be things that that um, remain the same about us that there is some continuity of identity that persists through all those changes and that no matter how 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 uh, how many mistakes we have made or, or or how wounded we are or how broken we are that we we can we can we can eventually heal um, so so that's um kind of the the thematic underpinning yeah it is uh, but it's interesting also with this kind of economy on top of this because it in one sense being a quiet in one sense feels like it's the ultimate vipassana retreat but it also <laughs> feels like it's a, a kind of a thing that you have to do when you're when you're like time capital t time runs out yep. which means of course that you could be spending your 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 days trying to get more time meaning that you don't have to go into the quiet mode um, yep. So it's kind of still a, like a, lu- a luxury not having to go into the quiet. Um, but is it is is there it's so like is there a perceived hierarchy in this world? Like I mean, I guess the soberness and the zokus are considered very high strata, and then like the quiet are very low. Like is there a, or do people perceive this strata, or is there is there such a layer? So um, certainly in the so so, so I think the, the oubliette uh, people uh, perceive the Zoku and the and Sobranos kind of orthogonal to to their their own conception of hierarchy. They're they're just outside their their framework in many ways entirely. And and um, but but uh, in terms of uh, time, um, there is a bit of a hi- hierarchy that that has has emerged. I mean that might might not be in the the intention, but you do indeed get few people who who are referred to as millennials. Uh, so, so people who, who who have thousands of years, effectively thousands of years of of, uh, of human time, um, who who then uh, are able to throw very extravagant parties or or, or be, be patrons of the arts or or, or uh, by literally giving giving good artists more time to 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 do do their work. So so um, and uh, and I think this is something that is a relatively recent phenomenon in the in the Ubliet society and wasn't necessarily designed in. So so they are they are seen as this sort of Novo rich who 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 are powerful and influential, but also also like like uh, a bit bit frowned upon. Um, so um, so yeah, it could be could be exactly like the uh, the industrial barons barons and the new money that that emerged uh, in uh, kind of post aristocracy uh, France in the early <laughs> early twentieth uh, uh, century. So, but there's no economy between these kind of like sketched out four or five tribes. Like I mean, the people from the Bliet. Do they trade with the Sobranos? Do the Sobranos trade with the Soku? Do the Seer trade with the um, uh, people from the Earth Cloud? Or, or is it so that people live slightly more as separate islands? I mean, there are interactions between them, of course, and wars and tension. But is there like trade? Or is, is wealth infinite? So there's no reason to trade any resource? Yeah, so 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 there there is le- definitely less pressure to to trade because uh, most of these societies are post scarcity in some sense. I mean, even the in the Ubliet, the scarcity is artificial, um, but there are there are um, there, there there are some some exceptions. So so there are, for example, um, the uh, Syria Syria and Sobornos do do trade. So so there there is uh, there are there are 
um, uh, remnants of old human minds that that people from Syria uncover from the the wild code deserts of Earth that, that the Sobranost is interested in, and then then they and actually the wi- wild code desert is very hostile for Sobranost mines, so 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 it is easier for for the inhabitants of Syria to Syria to go there and 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 gather gather things things rem- remnants of humanity of old humanity pre collapse humanity that Sobranost values because they want to recreate all of Earth's Earth's, Earth's history. So so there is there is trade, and then they in in, in and provide some advanced technology to 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 the people of Sir, uh, but they are definitely more these these corner cases. So so um, so the, so the the things that um, the Zoku value are are more um, or, or or things that are generally valuable are things that cannot be physically copied. Um, and uh, one really interesting. Uh, example of that is quantum information. So, so there are a lot of a lot of these societies have quantum computers, and uh, there is something called uh, the no clone theorem in quantum mechanics, which actually proves that uh, if you take a quantum state, you can you you cannot make a perfect copy of it. Um, you can you might be able to approximate it, but you you can't actually make a perfect copy of it without destroying it. Um, and and that means that. Uh, Quantum information can actually be truly, truly valuable. So you could have some piece of quantum software that is truly unique. Um, so, so the Zoku, Zoku specializing craft, crafting those, and, and uh, uh, so, so, and, and some, some of the other societies might, might value that as well. Although Sobranos doesn't. So they actually see, see quantumness as this bug of, of the, uh, of the universe rather than, than a feature, because, because it does mean that, that. Uh, they they can't actually make perfect copies, but their their existence is made based on the the ability to copy individuals. So yeah, because it feels like there there are very different isms here, or like you know more uh, like mental frameworks. I mean, yeah. as you said, there's a there's a clear ism where the Sobranos believe in this ultimate big common goal of uploading all the minds, and and then there's the the Zoku world, which is like a gamified world where getting more points and 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 gathering these like. I, it almost feels like rare, um, like gems or something like these. They're kind of artifacts within sense, just affectional value or status value attached to them. There's there's no kind of trade value. I mean, of course, within the Zokus there are. Um, but but is there is there is there a need for work in this world, or or do people what do people do? So so again again it, it highly highly depends on on uh, where you are. So so the. Uh, the the oubliette values art a lot so so there's there's a lot there are a lot of people who 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 create works of art poetry music music uh etc um and 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 then that brings you you high status and usually usually more time uh the so 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 whereas in the zoku indeed the the there's this perfect fusion of the the game you're playing the, the game you're playing is is your your work essentially so so you are you are trying to earn more points and as a result more entanglement with the rest of your rest of your zoku and that can, that can be whatever it is and and sometimes sometimes those tasks could be totally arbitrary like there is a zoku that that is trying to build like a giant cellular automaton uh, in the uh, in, in the south, southern pole of Saturn uh, where, where where you can carry out computation by having these giant storms collide and collide and interact or, or uh, uh, or, or, or things like that, where where they just choose some arbitrary goal and then then devote uh, resources for it, but but to, to to towards it, but it 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 gives gives them uh, a level of level of meaning. So so there's this, uh, yeah. Um, so so work work is really whatever whatever gives you meaning for the most part. Um, on the sovereignist side, then then it's more like slavery. So so they are they are because they 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 um, um, don't see any problem with deploying uh, collectives of millions of human minds to to uh, 
um, do do an, uh, an arbitrary task. So so if you if you um, um, have a sovereign spacesuit, uh, the control software might actually be run by uh, might might be based on uh, human minds that have been engineered to perform a specific task under this enormous evolutionary pressure. So so uh, uh, which actually don't have bodies. These are um, just human they don't, minds. They don't, have, they, don't, they don't have bodies, or 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 they. I mean, they're not exactly human minds anymore, but they're 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 uh, they're uh, cut down, pared down uh, versions of humans. But that might still, nevertheless, be conscious and feel pain. So so it's uh, yeah. Um, but they're not pure artificial minds, right? Like I'm trying um, to think of. Are there so sovereign? Yeah. So 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 one of the founding kind of kind of or fundamental assumptions of the whole. Uh, a series of books was that uh, the strong AI or, or, or a completely pure AI turns out to be much harder than we, than we think and, and uh, uh, uploading is vastly easier and, and therefore you end up with this, this uh, uh, very, very diverse uh, um, uh, collective or, 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 or solar system of uh, human-derived minds which makes it a bit easier from a writer's and a reader's perspective to relate to it. Um, the Sobernost, well, I, I think it's uh, not quite a spoiler, but uh, the Sobernost has... has uh, made some experiments with with completely artificial minds, which uh, with some some unpleasant results, and then they that, that do do feature in the second book a bit. But uh, but yeah, def- definitely the vast vast majority of, of functional minds that you you want to actually deal with are are somehow human derived. Yeah, are there things in this world that are like sacred, holy, and on the other end, what is what is taboo, what is repugnant, what is waste in this world? Yeah, so so again, that's uh, that, that's highly. Variable. The the oubliette definitely values privacy as a as a fundamental fundamental value. Your your uh, um, your ability to to control your 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 sensory inputs, your your memories, uh, and uh, and what you what you share share about them, um, and uh, and therefore in some sense your your uniqueness, uh, your identity as well. Um, and um, yeah, the sovereignos does value the collective uh, uh, heritage of humanity. They 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 and, and they find. They find death and, and, and anathema, so something that has to be destroyed, that has to be be uh, eradicated in all, all its forms, and and uh, and that's why they 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 reject quantum mechanics because it, it essentially means that there are certain things that will be lost through essentially through through. Well, I mean, information, I guess, technically cannot be cannot be lost, but uh, uh, will be lost in ways that that make it very very hard hard or impossible to recover or, or it will decay I guess in, in yeah, their, in their yeah, view, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and um the um um whereas whereas the uh, the Zoku uh think think about things very differently. So they actually value much more these unique things that that cannot be copied, like 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 quantum information which is then captured in their set of entanglements with their fellow fellow Zoku members and, and other other Zokus. So so they um so they're they're more about creating new things than preserving 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 old things um, and then then you obviously have a spectrum of spectrum of uh, uh, those those kinds of views uh, in between um, but um, I'm trying to think of think of some some other another some other examples um, but yeah those are I think the main main ones it feels like in one way it's rather rather libertarian in one way but as you said it has these under undertones uh, of tribalism like it's it feels like as you said it's like a communism stalinism and like gamified tribes in one sense like it feels like people belong but also there's this cherishing of liberty in one one view like it it, it feels like there's a tone of do whatever you like like you're an artist or make these kind of like minecraftian uh you know exercises on saturn um but are, are there 
are there kind of mythologies that are on the verge of more religious that there is no kind of top-down creation of it because the 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 the, um, the isms and beliefs are more like of the sokus where it's like obviously like linked to to a cause and the sovereigns also have a cause uh, but are there like mm-hmm. religions and mythologies that are kind of unexplained and they're accepted as unexplained? Yeah. So, so the Orteans, for example, have have religions. They 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 have uh, they they have actual actual religions. Kutar and Ilmatar are these goddess figures that they they, they worship. And uh, and um, um, although it's not entirely clear whether whether those, uh, I mean, it, it again might be that those those are actual artificial or, or, or human derived uh, be beings that have survived in digital form that they they uh, have chosen to label as, as gods or religions so so again it might be in, in this in, in this world it uh, the, the the boundary between what is mythology and what is real is is uh, is a bit blurry because uh, uh, the god you're worshiping might actually be, be literally literally real so um, but um, uh, but there, there's definitely definitely uh, mythology. Um, uh, even the the Ubliet has its own mythological origin story, which was we had this revolution. It had had these had these revolutionary heroes. We we they named places places after them, um, and, uh, uh, and and a certain amount of respect uh, given given to those those people and to the, those events. Um, uh, and um, um, yeah, there's there's uh, in a lot some societies like Sir, then then there's also um, some kind of nostalgia for for the way things were before that that that, that, that there were uh, there was this better world that that uh, that then ended and, and now now we kind of try to survive with with what what remains so um, uh, but yeah I, I, th- I think um, explicit religions uh, when when you literally can have uh, a technological afterlife and and godlike beings that you interact with is uh, um, yeah, it, it's more. It becomes more like a survival trait than than uh, than a luxury, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but it also feels like I think the the picture I feel about the world it feels very shattered. Like it feels that shattered in both ways that like we have these clear mm-hmm. fractions, but also shattered in the way that it feels that information is lost, and in, in, in that people, um, like when I envision the future, I feel that we're going to get into like a lower and lower ent- entropy state on information. Mm-hmm. That it feels mm-hmm. that. There's not going to be a world where people are going to be like, um, why did that happen? Because we're all going to be like, well, it's on Wikipedia, it's on Instagram. There might be, you know, we might not exactly know because people are trying to spread lies, but it feels like you could do the research and it feels like this, the world is going to go to a clearer and clearer state, even if I would say recent years have, have proven to be harder to believe what's being written. Um, but this world feels like they're, they're like the seer feels like they almost live like in a, in one way, in a, almost like a low tech world in one way. It's like, of course, very yeah. high tech. Um, but they live almost completely disconnected from other people. And there are many things they actually don't know about their own world. And as you said, the Ubliet, many people live on the Ubliet not knowing like how it came about. There's a mythology about it. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of opaqueness between these tribes that a lot of people in the Ubliet, they don't actually know who the Zoku are. I mean, they see them as something, but they don't actually know what, why, and they don't even try to research it, seems like. Or how, is this word that shattered? Um, I mean, I think that it's it's true that there are uh, there are boundaries between between these societies, even even defined by by the nature of their their information systems. 
And um, so, so, so yes, I mean, there, there is, there are things that it's not that easy for for somebody in the loop oubliette to find out about because it's just not in the, it's just not in the Excel memory, which is what they, what they use to to get their their information from. It's not not on on their their Wikipedia, um, and um, and yeah, like like the the information systems of, of a lot of the different societies are just not not compatible at all because they've gone in such radically technologically different directions. And there have also been major disasters in the world that has have led to 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 some information loss. And and there there are there there have also been definitely deliberate attempts to 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 obfuscate certain things and. Uh, uh, and and very very which which of course you can also also do on a massive scale in, in a world where you can send out artificial agents to to uh, um, spoof spoof things in other people's information systems. So um, so 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 I think the question of who do you trust and what information source you trust and how does that align with your your worldview is is an important question also in this world. Mm, it is. Do you feel that there are parts of this world? where we in the the current state of the humanity could learn from um i mean i think the um from from the oubliette i think the question of uh privacy and uh how we how we manage our personal data is definitely uh a big one uh which has become even more resonant in the in the uh, 10 years or so since i since I wrote the book, um, so I think uh, that's something that um, a lot of people who've read the book uh, refer to that that there should be a real life Gevelot uh, that uh, that gets implemented. Um, now there there are some some issues with that as well, which which uh, are apparent if you if you read the read the whole book. But uh, but mm. uh, definitely uh, um, some kind of finer grained control over our personal information, I think, is very much needed, or or we need to to regain control. Um, of what we what we share, what what data that uh, that we we generate is used by by third parties on uh, in in ways that we we have no visibility of or, or, or control over, uh, and that's going to be become increasingly important with uh, biomedical information, with with, uh, with genome sequences, with with wearable data, with health data, etc. And I think uh, these are these are very uh, intimate pieces of information that that we should be able to to control control somehow. So. Um, so I think those are those are good questions. Um, I think also the the um, um, the question of the maybe maybe in, both for the Zoku and the Oubliette, which is, um, do we need some kind of artificial scarcity? How do we how do we find meaning? Uh, what what sort of how how do we uh, does gamification of can gamification of life in some way be be helpful? Like does it? Uh, help us to find meaning if we if we set up set ourselves seemingly arbitrary but but uh, collectively accepted goals and and um, um, yeah how do we how do we do more things that are that are meaningful and fun or 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 how do we reinvent work in that category or change or change the meaning meaning of work I think which goes back to that that uh, universal basic income point of view point of view as well uh, how do we uh, how do we make the world more more post scarcity that gives us more more freedom to explore, um, and the people and the people in Dibliet, they kind of have this, uh, as you said, they have this artist kind of discovery, uh, like you know, you're you're given patronage or anything else that you can discover and, and do art, poetry, something creative. Whereas it feels that the Zokus have much more um, collective tasks. Yes. Um, where it feels like on the Oubliette, it feels like people are individual contributors. They they are yeah. creating their own things, or not even contributors, or they're creating their own. Each person is their own artist, whereas the Zokus are like collectively building something. 
Uh, and those, I think, I think is also looking at the Zokus, they have a very clear, like, progress bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or, whereas the the people on Dublet don't. They, they they have a progress bar, which is a negative one, which is their time runs out, and then they spend time being the quiet, and then they wake mm-hmm. up again. And those are kind of two very different, like, you know, the carrot and the whip kind of way of looking at the world of incentives as well. No, that's a, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great, that's a great point. Um, and, um, and I think, yeah, I, I think you're also right that the positive progress bar is, is more powerful. We, we do, human beings do seem to resp- generally re- respond better to, to, to this, uh, not a scarcity mindset, but the, the, the abundance mindset, which, which, which is that, uh, let's just do more of the, the good, good thing and, and, and progress in a positive direction rather than, uh, I need to hang on rather than the, I mean, I think there, there is a lot of research on research on what, uh, effects scarcity actually has on us psychologically yeah. that that we, we we become less intelligent we become more 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 stressed we react to everything more more conservatively the system one the the the, the gut uh, system the, the 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 defend response is much much more on a hair trigger in a scarcity situation and which is which is really actually one huge issue with with poverty that that it uh, not only not only is it is a terrible condition but actually makes it harder to get out of that condition because you are it affects your cognition um, yeah but at the same time we fast because we've seen mm. that uh, like low calorie diets are good for our longevity right that's that's right so um so there is there is something to be said for also for uh disturbance from regular periodic disturbance from homeostasis so that that may maybe that's mm-hmm. more the, the more the, the more like the it's a cognitive fast for the for the oubliette to be a, the, the one of the quiet for a while so 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 yeah. and then this cycle of renewal and, and self reinvention which is exactly what our bodies do after a period of fasting they, they actually uh you you activate autophagy that, that clears up all the all the protein gunk and then and you actually have stem cell activation and actual, actual organ shrinkage and then regeneration. So, so it is, it is actually very powerful. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, are, are there things that scares you about this world? Are there things that you find appealing? Um, so, so I think the, the, um, uh, there's, there's the, the, the things that really scare, scare me the most are, are ideas around the, the Sobranost, which is, um, which is this, uh, very, um, uh, strong instrumentalization of, of humanity of human minds like like using 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 human minds as, as tools and and the the uh the almost accidental potential then to 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 create enormous amounts of suffering as a as a as a result so so i mean i i i don't know if that is necessarily the path we are on with with ai but that's uh but i think uh, like if if we do take ideas like uploading seriously uh we should consider the fact that we are then creating these these pieces of software that can be copied, that can be treated as software, that can be treated as tools, possibly on an enormous scale, while still sort of from from inside, uh, uh, those those things might experience enormous amounts of suffering. So so that's maybe something that uh, uh, scares me a bit uh, in, in long long term. Um, on 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 the other hand, I I, I do do of course uh, find it very appealing that that uh, we might be able to liberate ourselves from our current human limitations uh in in terms of our our limited lifespans and and uh and and the constraints of our bodies when they when they break down and uh and and discover new new forms of collaboration new 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 kinds of being being and and conscious experience and uh i mean maybe the and this is somewhat uh, and actually i i kind of hope we would 
we would do much better better in the future than the quantum thief world because um, it was definitely engineered to be a world which has human conflict and human emotion. So so a lot of the uploaded minds still have human cognitive biases and can be tricked using using those same things or or have have um, uh, some somewhat petty petty concerns and, and desire for vengeance and, and and so on. So so I think hopefully hopefully we'll we'll uh, uh, get past those uh, somehow somehow in in real life. Yeah, it does feel like the Sobernost have created this ultimate paperclip maximizer when the nodes are humans or human minds in a very scary fashion, which it feels like sometimes we're living in that world with the internet and, and like social media where social media wants us to do certain things and therefore we do them. It feels like Sobernost, the Sobernost have created the same kind of world where like their mind uploading wants something, even though the want is kind of outside any person's wants. And uh, the people doing the want are kind of just nodes, but they're humans too, or human minds. Um, like, as the last question is, if you look at the people who live in the world of today, um, like, what do you think the easiest and most low-hanging fruit they, they can do to move in the positive directions of the world uh, of your books? That's a great question. Uh, let me think about that for a moment. I think the um, this is, this is uh, more broadly applicable. That's just the the oubliette. Um, but the um, um, I think first of all recognizing that that we are actually capable of change. Like we, one of the one of the incredible advantages of, of our cognitive architecture is this neuroplasticity and ability to to learn learn and evolve um, so so I think we can decide to be someone else and become that person um, so so I think um, if you are unhappy with your your current situation or or, or frustrated or depressed or, or, or things like that um, there there is hope like you we, we are we can we can there are hacks there are systems and, and frameworks we can build to 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 change and that that can be as simple as as habits so so maybe that's actually the positive side of this sobernost way of treating people as tools like if we if we set up set, set in place right reinforcement mechanisms for ourselves we can we can develop new new healthy habits and then then gradually transform or maybe it's more like the zoku way uh we we can set ourselves somewhat arbitrary goals and reward them reward ourselves if we move towards those goals so so i think there are these cognitive hacks that we can we can take from both both societies um and then 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 i think the the oubliette lesson is also uh to cherish life to 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 recognize that we do have a limited amount of time and then then uh that we, we should we should uh, make the most of it <laughs>